How are you? Good. What's which happening? Which players did you? Which players did we you just play? Played Beckham and, and Vernon. Yes. Okay. Eli was very good. I didn't hear. We didn't hear Eli. Eli. What did Eli have to say? Um, he talked about how. Uh, well, he was asked what Beckham missed from the OTAs, and OTAs, uh, Eli's response was not much. So Eli just, you know, knows that he knows the, the the offense. Odell did say there are a few new things they've put in, so obviously he has to get on the same page with all of that stuff. But one thing Odell talked about, which you heard if you played his mm-hmm. interview, was about personal growth yeah. and, and all of that. Now, keep in mind, his GM very publicly told him to grow up. Yeah, very impressed by that personal so, growth. I guess he got that at the Warrior game. Well, I mean, he's allowed to have a social life, isn't he? I mean, I mean come on, please. I mean, come on. Game. I mean, listen, come on. I mean, listen. No, I don't want. I don't want to hear about this personal growth. I want to see it. Okay, I want to see it. So right, you like, and I no, don't differ on that. I mean, I don't need a lecture on his personal growth. Well, but Eli, I thought was interesting when he mentioned the idea that he can relate to that because he, of course, started later in his rookie season, but was a young player in this league. I found it interesting, and I found it helpful to my. Well, see, that's where Eli and I would have been different quarterbacks because I would have gone in there and said, you know, I was here. I want my players here, and that's what I would have said as the leader of the team. Eli does it differently. That's and a lot of quarterbacks would have said that, and they weren't there. And if everyone's not there, you don't have a team. So uh, that's why I don't excuse guys not being there, and I know some coaches who wouldn't have excused it either. So I mean, it depends how you how you deal. With it. Different coaches will deal with it in different ways. Well, you what? They would have cut Beckham? No, you're not going to cut him, Kim. But you know what? Listen, I'll tell you right now. I know teams. You don't have a choice to find him. You don't have a choice. No, but I know teams where that that's not voluntary. I mean, that's not. If you, I mean, I'm telling you, I used to. I saw plenty of years where that's not voluntary. Lifting weights in March is not voluntary. It is under the current. It is, and it was then. But you had to do it. If you didn't do it, you were going to get the wrath of the coach. That was the bottom line. And you know, there's different. So Bill Parcells, who put up with LT, wouldn't have put up with OBJ. He would put up with them, but the bottom line is you can't you can't do that and be a rookie or a second-year player. You can push he the envelope when you're a superstar, season. but why is Eli there if it's all right? Because and why is every other player there if it's, if it's if it's if it's right? Why is are the other guys there? Because most of them need the work. Most of them need the process. Oh, so themselves. Eli needs the work, but Beckham doesn't. No, but Eli is paid as the franchise quarterback and very much accepts that responsibility. You and I both know you get different leadership in this league from quarterbacks than you do from wide No, receivers. the bottom line is you show up and you be part of the team. That's how you build a team is you show up well, and you do your work. That's the bottom well, line. Well, if you had seen him today, he's very much part of the team. He and his teammates get along great. That includes new teammates like Brandon Marshall. When I walked by the cafeteria and Odell came out, for a moment, he was at lunch with Evan Engram, who he uh, worked out with a bit in L.A. this offseason. So he, he does have, and he talked about Sterling Shepard, who he's very close to. He is a guy that, that works in that locker room very much. And, right. and, Mike, they have said since he was young that his emotional uh, part of the game is something very important to this right. team. Well, they did tell they him to grow up it. this year, too. They did tell him to grow up. Right. And not to hold out is my understanding, too. Not to hold they out. They didn't tell him not to hold well, out. He's not, he, he, he made clear this was not a holdout. Yeah. Well, but what I'm saying is I think he got the message not to hold out. And I think that was a smart no, message. Not true. Well, I disagree that he got the message not to hold out because I, well, I how actually. How do you hold out from voluntary stuff? No, I'm not That's talking about that. I'm talking heard. about, listen, Kim, there were reports out there that he was not going to report. There were reports that, that he was going ESPN, to hold out. Mike, right. And they so, but if he was, if he, if he was he considering is, holding out, I think it was a good idea not to hold out. I think it's a smart move. That's what I said. I don't think he should have well, hold out. You can believe other reporters and right. not me. You're free to do that. I am telling you right now, I said all along on the fan, right. 
Well, I don't know if he was going to or not. But I don't think it would. My point is, I don't know if he was going to or not. I'm saying that the Giants would have treated it very, very badly if he had held out. That's my only point. Like, like they treated it when Michael Strahan held out in 07. I'm he, just, told out, he held out for the entire preseason except for, what, four practices before the opener? Mm-hmm. I yeah. understand And they that. find Listen, him. Yeah. And they find him. The bottom line is, you know what? He's got to come back, grow up, and play on his contract. I, I think there's you way. Not disagree with. That. I think there's way too much apologizing by everybody for Odell Beckham. That's my opinion. I've said it to the owner. I've said it to the coach. I've said it to everybody. That's my opinion with Odell Beckham. I think there's way too much apologizing for him, and he's got to grow up. And he didn't do his job in the playoff game. And to compare himself to LeBron James today is unbelievable because he hasn't accomplished one eighteenth of what LeBron James has accomplished. He and I think well, clearly what he meant was getting over, you know, bad losses, bad ends of seasons. That's what he was referring to. I don't think he sees himself as LeBron James. Played one playoff game. I said you'd have to ask him that. I don't think he's equating himself to LeBron, but you'd have to ask him. Well, you see, I think he, I I think he considers himself. I think this is part of the problem. And I know you and I differ on how to treat him, but I think part of the problem is he thinks that's his group of guys is being on that level. And I think you have to go uh, compete and perform to get on that level. And that's what I think the difference is. And I don't blame just him. I blame the culture that now makes these guys stars before they accomplish anything. And I think that's a big part of the problem now. I really do. What? Well, and he is one of the brightest stars. In fact, no Eli question. I know he's a big star. I'm not saying that, but let's be honest. He dropped the touchdown pass when they needed him to perform in that playoff game. He didn't play great in that playoff game, and he has no. had a lot of ba- moments where he needs to grow up. I agree with his general manager. It's time for him. He's at the right spot of, part of his team, of his career, where he can lead, and he can be a great player. I have no doubt he can be a great player, but he has not yet been, in my mind, a great player. He's been an explosive player. He has not yet been a great player. Okay. That's my opinion. I mean, opinion. that's fine. Yeah. But no one's arguing, Mike, that he shouldn't grow up. No one's saying, like, oh, he's fine just where he is uh, in terms of emotional intelligence or in terms of growth as a human being. He himself is saying he's working on that. Okay. He's reading the same book that Brady, Tom right, Brady but says I don't he think, reads every year. But I don't think that is a step in the right direction, not showing up when the rest of his team shows up. I don't think that's a step in the right direction. I, Mike, I'm sitting here in the parking lot with my air conditioning on because I would have melted outside today mm-hmm. to do this interview. Right. You're the only one who cares about this right now. It's over. That's okay. But I'm the only he's one who, here mandata- I'm the only one who screamed. I'm the only one who screamed at his coach that he should have been disciplined two times to Coughlin and, and to, and the bottom line is he's still testing the organization all the time and he tests them on the field. He tests them during games. He tests them all the time. That's the point. It's time to grow up. They went through this with Shockey. It never got better. This They're not guy, even close no, to the same person. I'm not saying they were, but they didn't handle Shockey right. And they haven't handled this guy right in my mind. And I think, and that goes back to Coughlin. I'm not just blaming his coach. I think Coughlin was the guy who started it the wrong way. I really believe it. I think he was worried about how to handle him because the kid had had such success early on. And I really think they need to be much sterner with him than they've been. I think it'll make him a better player. That's my opinion of it. It always has been. And he's still doesn't show up and do what he's supposed to do because I did a breakfast this year where every other giant showed up except him and he was supposed to be there and he got paid to be there and he wasn't there so that's again him pulling that kind of stuff and he keeps doing it and that's the point I mean he keeps doing it I I just him as a villain is something I mean we have guys in this league who are facing 
I, Kim, I never called him. Listen, I never called him a villain. I never called him a bad guy. I just said he has. Kim, don't put words in my mouth. I never called him a bad guy. I never called him a villain. I said he can be a great player, but he needs to grow up. No one's arguing that. No one's arguing well, that. Well, I'm saying I haven't seen it this spring. I have two instances. You, have you seen him? Well, have I know one him? day when I went up and got up at early in the morning to go do that breakfast, he was the headliner and he didn't show up. So that's the first one. And then this year they had a camp and he didn't show up again. So he's 0 for 2 in my book this year. So I need to see him be better. That's my point. I guess, yeah, his paid opportunities, I don't. I truly, and I mean this, I don't know much that about. That was a giant opportunity. That was a giant opportunity. That had nothing opportunity. to do with the Giants. No, yes, it, it did. Yes, it, it did have something to the do with the Giants. Yes, it did. Yes. The breakfast did not. Yes, it did, Kim. Yes, it the did. The organization was not involved in that. Yes, they are. They're partners in the, in the, in the business. Yes, they are. Yes, it is an, it's a team thing. Yes, it is. You're wrong about that, okay? They are, they own, they are involved with, with Big Blue. They're partners. They are absolutely partners. I've been dealing with that company for 20 years. They're partners. So okay, they, they then are, I'm wrong. They, then yeah. I'm incorrect about the Yes, they are, they are. And 14 Giants were there. Okay. And he was the headliner. I mean, like, I don't, I can't argue that. And Collins was there. And Collins was there, and he's all pro. And Snacks was there and was wonderful. And he was all pro. So my point is, it's not just, you know, secondary players or guys who aren't big stars. You had their two first-team all-pros last year, of which Beckham wasn't, both there. And they showed up. So my point is, he needs to be more responsible. I'm not calling him a bad guy. I'm not calling him a criminal. Yeah, you got plenty of criminals in this league. I'm not saying he's a criminal. I didn't say that. But I I just want to see him become the player that he can be, and I haven't seen that yet. That's all. It's year. It's year four. I think it's time. That's all. Well, well, and Snacks told us during OTAs that if he and his family didn't permanently live here, he wouldn't be at OTAs either. Hey, I don't know that, what. I, mean, they, they said, I don't know how you do that. Then why have him at all? If, if no one's going to show up, then why have him at all? I mean, if you're going to cherry well, the pick it, the vast majority of players show up, but a lot of players don't. Eric Berry didn't show up. He's a big name. I believe he was all pro. I'm not 100 percent sure of that. But yeah, but two giants Eric not Berry. show up. You see, I think it sets right. a unity for the okay. team. I think it's yeah. good. Don't you think it's good for the team if they all show up? That it sends a message that they're all in this together. I'm going to take Eli's word for it that when he was asked what Odell missed, he said not much. And I don't know anything more than that. I, if, okay. if this isn't a big deal for Odell, it's not. I don't know. Except, uh, The quarterback again, was not completely upset about it. I know. And some, I think that's Eli's way. I, I really do. I would be different, but that's okay. Uh, what else going on? What, uh, Vernon, too. You know, Vernon wasn't there, and his, his answers were equally lame. I, I've never gone, so now I'm not going. Okay, I got it. So you know what? You played on no winning teams when you were there. So now right. you're coming to a team that can win. How about sending a new message when you do that? But I guess he doesn't get that part. So I guess some of these guys, you got you to gotta teach them that stuff. I really think you do. That makes, I think, for winning organizations. I really believe they're committed to doing that. You know? Well, and, and Vernon does have the contract, so obviously the contract couldn't uh, have been part of his. He prefers the Miami trainer. He said, with the, like you said, with the Dolphins, he never went. Uh, so he said, if it's not broke, don't fix it idea. Right. So he, he wasn't here. He's obviously, he looks like he's in great shape, as does Beckham. And he was a and very again, good player last year. And so he played very well last year. But I think you're trying to build something special. And I think this team really can be really good this year. I really believe it could have a really good year. I think they can build. Now, the conference is going to be very tough. Atlanta is going to be good, uh, very good, I think. I think Dallas is still going to be good, although I'm a little worried about their defense. I think there's some good teams still in the conference. I think Green Bay is obviously dangerous, so we know there's good teams here. But I think the Giants could have a really good year. I really think they could if they can you know, straighten out that offensive line. I think they could have a really good year. This could be a good team. 
Oh, no doubt. And I don't think any of it will be defined by the 10 OTAs. No, I think it's that's gonna not the point. I think it's going to be defined by Evan Engram, who's going to be, I think, an absolute star in this offense and with this quarterback. I think by an offensive line where guys have been challenged and have at the very least spent the offseason working and working hard here at the Giants facility to be better players. Eric Flowers looks much leaner and fitter, and that likely transi- translates into better footwork and fundamentals if you listen to the coaches talk about him. Landon Collins looks terrific. Um, they, they do look like they have a lot of the pieces. But the I think they do. very difficult, and they have a lot of tough trips. They do, and you know what? They need to be better on offense. They need to have a running game. They need to have an offensive line they can count on. Their defense played great. I think it's the best giant secondary I've ever seen. I think Snacks made an enormous difference. He's the reason why they beat Dallas. He's a great run stopper. He's become a tremendous player. Collins has become a tremendous player. Uh, I think Vernon helped a lot. I think getting JPP back helps a lot. I think the defense has got a chance to be really good. Worried about the offensive line, but I think they got a chance to have a really good team, and they got plenty of weapons now with the kid from Ole Miss, I think, and obviously with Marshall, I think is going to help them a lot in the red zone. I think think they have a chance to be – a much better team. I think they're going to make it easier on Eli on offense. I think that'll help. I think the running game should be better. I mean, I would I would expect it to be better, but uh, I just think you want to build a culture, and I think that's what it's all about, and I just think that you want these guys to buy in, and I hope that he's ready to do that because I think he's got a lot. I think he can be a lot better than he's been. I think he's an incredibly explosive player, but I think we can see more. I think he can even be better, and, and, I, and I think there's more there to, to, that he can give, and this is about the time you want to do it and you know i i think you yep. want you know it's about winning to me that's what it's about and i and that's what you know we know he's a talented kid we all know he's going to make money we know he's going to you know catch a lot of passes you want to win that's the idea and i think this team can win this year don't you i do i mean last year he was responsible for 33.9 percent of the receiving yards by the giants that's the most of any player in the league the highest percentage no question they will they will be a better team, though, when that percentage goes no down question. a little no. bit. Because, because they, they, wait, be a- they wait for the matchup the whole time. They sit there and wait for the play where they got the coverage they want to throw them the ball. I mean, they, they actually bide their time. They have to stop doing that. They actually bide their time till they get the coverage they want and wait for him so they can get him in a place where they can get him the ball. I mean, you're right. He needs to, they need to have guys do more, don't no question. But I think they have that now. I think they do have I more do explosive too. players, yeah. yeah. I, and and, and they've got to be better running the ball, too. No doubt. You know, no, and, no. and, and they Ingram got, down the scene is going to seem will will challenge yeah. linebackers to corners, including of course safeties in between there. So they they have guys, and Marshall can win a jump ball. We've seen Eli like that kind of receiver in the past. Obviously, it's been Super Bowl worthy for the Giants when he's had that kind of a receiver. So they certainly do have the pieces. I, I agree with you on that. No, I, I totally agree. And listen, I think they they still have to. They're still kind of developing as a team. I think they still have some guys who, you know, some of them haven't won. A lot of them haven't won. And the last couple of years haven't been great, although last year was a big improvement, no question. Uh, and they showed they could win different ways last year, which I think is positive. Plus, I I think the coach has shown you that he knows what he's doing. I I didn't know what to expect of him. And I was, I have to say, the first year, I thought he did a good job. I think he actually knows what he's doing. And I think he's a little tougher and will grow into being a little tougher as the years go on. I think he will become a little bit more demonstrative as a demonstrative as a head coach I, I think he's that type yes and I think he's adapted well to his players I think he he walks that line Mike of being a guy they like and have some fun with including about his hair and his suit like we all did at the press conference and that kind of thing but then he does he is in charge and there's no doubt about that um you know we saw in these OTAs 
can pull Eli and his center, once it was Weston Richburg, once it was Brett Jones, off the field because there was a fumbled snap. And, you know, I asked about that afterwards, and the bottom line was, you know, McAdoo didn't care if that upset his quarterback, which it did, because he's not going to, uh, you know, tolerate turnovers. So he, he is definitely willing to put his foot down, and I think that's good for all of them. I agree. Let me just say for a second uh, to the Mets for a second with Kim. Uh Cespedes is in the lineup today. I just got the word. We don't have the lineup yet, but I got the word. Cespedes will be in the lineup today. Conforto will not be in the lineup today. Two things. It's the back and it's Lester. So they're going to give him another day. So Conforto, no. Cespedes, yes. So Cespedes is well enough to be in the lineup tonight after leaving the game uh, this evening. So uh, last evening in the fifth inning. So he will be in the lineup tonight against the Cubbies. Let's go back to Kim now with the uh, what else with the team? Anything uh, we need to know? Anything else going on with the team right now? Kim, as far as you saw today? You know, I think they're in a good place, Mike, because it really was a generation of NFL player between playoff um, appearances for the Giants. Like you said, they don't have a whole lot of guys who've really won at the highest level. So I think what, what I've noticed being around them this spring and then again today is they, they seem to have that playoff loss um, in perspective in terms of obviously motivation and understanding why they failed. And I do think that's important for a team like this. Not the, oh, we should have won if we had converted this or if we didn't lose DRC that or if Odell didn't drop a ball there, but more like we weren't good enough that day but we know why and we can fix it. And I, I think that that's the attitude you would want as we sit here on a hot June day from a team that, that I think would aspire to do much more in the playoffs next season than it obviously did in January. No question. Uh, you know, and uh, it, I think it's going to be an interesting – you mentioned the schedule. You mentioned mm-hmm. the trips. You know, the division is a little – really, it looks like everyone took a step back I mean, Philadelphia can't tell if they took a step back. They got him some weapons. Washington looks like a mess. And Dallas, you wonder what they did with the defense. So you don't know if, the div- if that division's going to be as tough, but there are some very tough trips out of the division this year, no question. Yeah, what, AFC West, I yep, believe? Because yep. they're in Arizona on Christmas Eve, I believe. Yep. So, yeah, and, definitely and, some challenging trips. And they, gotta see, they see the Raiders, absolutely. So, you mm-hmm. know, so there, there's going to be some interesting games there, no question yeah. about it. But they might be, at least they look right now to be the class of the division, uh, unless you're going to buy that the Cowboys have fixed some of their issues on defense. Well, and you also have to buy the fact that two rookies are going to have another magical season because when Dak Prescott does what he does and throws only four interceptions, there's part good fortune and magic in that. Now, he was rookie of the year, and he had a heck of a year and not taking anything away from his results, but there's a little bit of good fortune in throwing the ball up how many times and having four picks. So uh, does he take even the tiniest step back? I don't think there's any doubt the Giants have the best defense in the division. No question. um, The offense has to catch up, and Eli said it today, Mike, we've got to score more points. No question. They absolutely have. They scored one more point last year than the 49ers. They absolutely have to score more points. Totally agree. And the other key is to do what the Giants did to the Cowboys, and that is get them in third and long because he was the worst third and long quarterback Mm -hmm. of any of the starting quarterbacks in the league last year, which people, when you look at his overall numbers, you don't see that. But they kept him out of third and long all year. When he was in third and long, which is the Minnesota game and the the Giant games, he had a lot of trouble uh, completing passes. And sweeping the Cowboys last season did a lot for this Giants group's confidence. 
they truly believe they know how to beat that team. And I think that's significant. And as always, we're going to see it in opening in the opening week. And again, obviously in the Jerry Dome. No question. And, you know, I, I think, and that's snacks, that's which turned out to be the biggest move in New York last year yep. was him leaving the jets mm-hmm. and making the impact that that left on the jets, him going to the giants. He was one of the great free agent signings at a decent price, you know, not mm-hmm. a crazy price that turned out to be one of the great signings in the league last year that had an enormous impact on the giants and on the jets, as you said, yes, and um, on the jets I- too. No question. And when we talked to Dalvin Tomlinson, the defensive tackle out of Alabama, who has a, an interesting background, uh, has overcome a lot, um, as so many you know guys who come in this league have, but really an interesting character who I still think will be the opening day starter beside Damon Harrison, said after he was drafted, first giant he heard from was Snacks, who told him, I can't wait to teach you what I know. And that, from How a nice veteran that? to me, is yeah. really cool. How yeah, nice, very cool. I mean, there's a guy who gets it, first of all. Yep, and, and very cool. He... he has a chance if you know you don't see and hear from defensive tackles too much we know that but he has a chance if people just get a chance to hear him and see him he's got a great personality he is a very smart guy he I, you know i've seen him in action a couple of different times at a couple of events he is really good with the people he's good with kids he's very funny i mean he is a really a, a, a very interesting personality when you talk to him he really is He's terrific, and I can't believe he doesn't have an endorsement for snacks somewhere yet. He's just terrific. He like is. you said, his personality is awesome. He got a great per- and a very funny. <laughs> you know that? Yes. He yep, really is. He is. He's, 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 and, and he's really made a big difference on the team. He really has. Big uh, difference Enor- uh, on both teams, but enormous difference. Absolutely. All right. So uh, wait, are you going somewhere else tomorrow, or are you staying with the Giants? What are you doing? Tomorrow, going to another team? Yeah, tomorrow it will either be Giants again or Jets. I'm not sure about that. And then Thursday will be Jets, so I may or may not be back here tomorrow. All right. So, well, give us a holler after you talk to the Jets. We'll see. We'll, we'll give them equal billing and see what they're up to, okay? That's right. We could scream at each other again. Oh, that wasn't screaming. Hey, Kim, that was not screaming. I'm sorry. If you want, listen, yeah, that, that wasn't even screaming. And that, that was, on I my agree. level, that wasn't even arguing. I mean, geez. But Mike, but, Mike, you know how sensitive the world is now. People will be very sensitive to all of that. I thought it was terrific. Oh, I love man, it. I, it's to, so much more boring. If man, that's a walk in the park for me. I mean, geez. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. I'll buy you a Diet Coke next time I see Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Kim Jones. And here, uh, man, for me, that's not even raising my voice.